Welcome to the MS Dev Show, episode number 151. This week, we talk with Joseph Hill, one of the original Xamarin co-founders, about Visual Studio for the Mac and how you can do live UX design. This episode of the MS Dev Show is brought to you by Aspose, the market leader of .NET and Java APIs for file business formats. Natively work with DocX, XSLX, PPT, PDF, MSG, MPP, image formats, and many more. Right now we have Joseph Hill. He runs the PM for Xamarin and Visual Studio for Mac. So welcome. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I guess where we should start is like, let, let's hear your background for people who don't know who you are. Yeah, sure. So um, I was a, a co-founder of Xamarin along with Nat and Miguel. Um, a lot of uh, a lot of work behind the scenes because there I, uh, you know, in a startup you wear a lot of hats. And when we started the company, Nat and I were the two useless people. You know, the only <laughs> the only two people that weren't product engineers. So we had to, you know, we had to do a lot over the uh, over my time at Xamarin. I ran support. Um, I built out uh, our partner program. Uh, you know, did sales <laughs> for a while, um, and uh, and near the end there, I ran our evangelism team. So if you've if you've seen any of the Xamarin speakers uh, talk, yeah, we were we were before the show. We were talking about James Montemagno, and he reports to him. Yeah, yeah. So James um, is James the jam. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Probably every everybody in your audience, I hope knows. knows <laughs> yeah, we, we've had we've him. had him on the show, and I'm sure we'll have him on again. Yeah, so. yep. <laughs> absolutely. Um, so uh, yeah, so going from there, I mean, as you're mm-hmm. probably aware, uh, Microsoft purchased Xamarin uh, a year ago, and uh, that's worked. Welcome out. to the team. Thank <laughs> you. Well, it's worked out great. I mean, you know, sometimes acquisitions, people never know how people are going to feel. What are the customers going to think, and what are you know, what is the team going to do? But you know, we we had lots of heroes at Microsoft already, so the team's been pretty excited, um, and uh, I think the integration has gone pretty smoothly, and uh, and the customers were all excited. Everybody felt like yeah, what took definitely so long? from the customer perspective, everybody's super happy. Yeah, yeah. So, so, um, so one of the uh, you know, so one of the things that came out of that is um, you know, Xamarin's products were aimed at letting developers write C sharp for iOS and Android, and uh, a lot of our customers were obviously doing that in Visual Studio. But we uh, you know we have a strong development environment on the Mac as well, and uh, and we had a uh, uh, an IDE uh, you know that sprung up through the open source efforts over the years um, called Xamarin Studio, and uh, you know when we arrived we were like, well, this is. Uh, you know, this looks a lot like Visual Studio. Um, how could we make it be like real Visual Studio? And and so a big part of the effort since we joined Microsoft was helping Xamarin Studio grow up into, into Visual Studio for Mac. Yeah. So as part of that, uh, you know, you've brought on ASP.NET uh, core support and doing that. And um, I think that's really huge, you know, getting those additional uh project types that grow it out of your mobile roots and into the things that are available on these other platforms for Mac and Linux. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I mean, so at, uh, you know, at Xamarin, our focus was mobile, and we have a lot of rich IDE experiences around mobile, but we just weren't going to make the investment on on the server didn't side. Didn't make sense yeah, at the time. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so, so one of the things that you see in the in the Visual Studio for Mac launch is that support for ASP.NET. And it starts with bringing in .NET Core um, and uh, and giving you the ability to do like great web API backends for mobile because that just that's a natural extension. Um, but uh, be, but beyond that, like you know, when people are like, oh, well, is this Visual Studio for Mac? Is it just a rebranding? And it's, and it's just that you're starting to have new workloads. But it's actually much more than that because we've been working with the Visual Studio team to bring in code from Visual Studio. So um, 
you know, so we have a, a an enriched, you know, web editing experience, C-sharp. Uh, you know, the C-sharp editor comes from Visual Studio now, so we landed C-sharp 7 support with this. Uh, so that collaboration and bringing, uh, you know, features and code over um, is is what makes it, you know, much, you know, much more of a, of a, of a real visual studio. That's really interesting. Cause I think like you started off with a lot of people do just think, Hey, they just rethemed it, changed all the strings yep, in there absolutely. just from Xamarin to visual studio. And that's it. But if, if you're bringing a lot of code, that means th those experiences are going to be identical. So, so when you're, when you're making like ASP.NET views and you're using razor, you're getting the code, uh, to display that the IntelliSense and stuff like that. Mm -hmm from the exact same code that's running for uh, Visual Studio on Windows. Yeah. yeah, now, so what's interesting is, so, like, what we landed very firmly in our GA, uh, which was, you know, on uh, Wednesday this week, um, is uh, um, the the HTML editing, the CSS editing, the JSON editing. Um, so uh, I just want to be clear, because Razor's not, uh, not Razor's there Razor's not, so. A little bit more, but, it, but it's coming. But that's it's, like uh, top of the list. I say, yet. Yeah. 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 So, uh, you know, good to set proper expectations. So on the so, so what's nice, I mean, like a good way to think about that is like, yes, we're making it a better web editor, um, and especially Razor's like top of the list, so, mm -hmm. so we'll land that. But like, it, <clears throat> like I mentioned, if you're doing mobile, and a lot of people are, you have a mobile front end, you have a back end. Obviously, you want to do that in C Sharp, and that's going to be .NET Core. Um, so, you know, so having Visual Studio's, you know, full, you know, better integration with Roslyn. I mean, they'd already open sourced Roslyn, so we were using that. But um, uh, combined with, like, I think really the icing on the cake and the and the demo that's, you know, that's really, you know, strong for for people that are doing mobile front end .NET Core back end is uh, multi process debugging. So, you know, you're you're writing a client application. And you edit some code on the client, and something goes wrong. Like Visual Studio has had the best experience, bar none, because you can follow that data from, you know, from your from your desktop app or your or your you know whatever Windows app you have, mm -hmm. up into your ASP.NET and make sure that it's you know survived the trip across the wire and that it did what you know it was supposed to once it got there. Um, and uh, I mean that that experience is is. Uh, I mean, you can't really get that anywhere other than Visual Studio, yeah. and that's and that was something we were able to feature very prominently in the Visual Studio for Mac release. Um, so, you know, if you're doing you know, client server, that that's spot on, and if you're doing web development, um, you know, Modu Modulo <laughs> Razor, <Yeah. laughs> it's <Yeah>. pretty good. <clears throat> so, so obviously, the next step after that, you know, like you know, we have our web stuff, our API for our mobile stuff. Mm -hmm. We want to get that to the cloud, and now you have a great story to tell around that. Yeah, as well. absolutely. So, um, so, so in the GA, and we even you know, there's preview stuff to talk about as well. Mm -hmm. But in the GA, yeah, we have the ability to, um, you know, to to uh, publish to Azure, you know, mm -hmm. directly from from inside your, you know. In the Solution Explorer, you go to your .NET Core project, say publish, and uh, we make it you know super seamless to get that running uh, in Azure, you know, deployed. Um, and then, like I mentioned, preview. Um, one of the things we uh, um, we released in our in our alpha previews that went out this week is the ability to also um, do Azure function development and debug Azure functions with from within. Uh, Visual Studio for Mac, so that's pretty. That's pretty yeah. handy. That yeah. gives you some of those loose microservice exactly. capabilities, yeah, which or, is again, um, is, you know, really, it's very nice when you're doing mobile because sometimes you just need to do a little bit in the cloud. And you really don't want to be uh, gardening yeah, <laughs> and nurturing a web server. Yeah, you, uh, you don't want to. You don't want to do file new project and have fifty files there and like. Uh, I hey, love. I'm functions. not going to spin up a VM. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. yeah I love functions. 
So the the uh, so the code for the Azure function debugging then like is that is that like the same code then as in regular you know Visual Studio for Windows I shouldn't call it regular Visual Studio mm -hmm. Visual Studio for Windows is that like shared code or well, what does that look like Yeah that is a good question so I didn't do that work directly and I can't yeah. say for sure um, how much of it um, how much of it is is shared directly yeah. with them we we uh, you know we do work directly with the yeah. with Azure Functions mm -hmm. team but I mean I think it's a good it's a good it's a good setup question in general yeah. because. Um, because we are finding that we're working in that capacity with the Visual Studio team. Yeah. Um, so, you know, some features are actually um, developed in, in tandem. A really good example is, the, is our Docker support. So we also, in our previews this week, um, we introduced Docker support. Same thing. If you saw the keynote, um, when they, you know, they demonstrated from Visual Studio, you can add a Docker file to your mm -hmm. project. You can deploy it. You can um, de debug multiple, uh, multiple containers. That's um, huge. Yeah. So all all of that, and that's courtesy of the the guys that did the Visual Studio work for Docker. They just said, "Well, we have Visual yeah. Studio for Mac. That's going to be important there. We'll just do both at the same time." Mm -hmm. um, so you know, so being able to collaborate with the Visual Studio team so that like as we develop new func you know features, um, you know, if they're if they're important to you know to the key workloads of Visual Studio for Mac, we should be able to to you know land them together. Um, which is a good, if I can just make a, a you know a yeah, quick point ahead. because that's the when people ask about oh is it full Visual Studio it doesn't aim to be full Visual Studio it doesn't make sense either I mean if if I want to write like let's just say a UWP only app or a WinForms app mm -hmm. it it doesn't make sense to be on a Mac because it doesn't have that platform underneath to support it yep. so it, in my mind you know Visual Studio for Mac should have everything that Windows uh, Visual Studio for Windows that it has that makes sense for the Mac and Linux platforms. Right. So um, so we, we like to call uh, Visual Studio for Mac a mobile first cloud first IDE. Mm -hmm. So the you know so we had the mobile story, we're bringing in the cloud features, you know, you know what we think okay. of as modern you know app development. You're doing yeah. uh, you know web apps and web services, Azure functions, and that kind of stuff. That makes yeah. sense. People are gonna do that on a Mac. Uh, we have a particular focus on collaboration. So we know we have lots of developers in heterogeneous teams, they're using Visual Studio, and there are people on the team that have a Mac. So how do we enable those teams to collaborate? Well, we, we support the Visual Studio solution and project format. So you have solutions, you know, the kinds of stuff that these teams are working on right now, those projects are supported, um, you know, across the team, you, you know, can collaborate and get, pull the same, you know, same, same solution project files down on either side, and, um, and that stuff works like you should expect. Yeah, I think this is this is why people are glad that uh, Xamarin was acquired, right? Yeah. So I'm just kind of thinking, like, from a from a big picture, how this whole thing went down. So you know, Xamarin, there there were some scenarios, you know, specifically around like iOS and Android that that, that uh, Xamarin Studio was great at, and then uh, you know Microsoft acquired Xamarin, and when that happened. Um, you know, sometimes acquisitions are treated like completely separate, but this is great because it's like these things are, are slowly merging together. And it seems like the theme going forward then, I mean, more and more shared code and, and not just like trying to copy Visual Studio wholesale mm -hmm. and make the exact same thing over. Because like you pointed out earlier, Carl, the um, bringing everything over doesn't just make sense. So yeah. now now it's a matter of like, okay, what things actually make sense? Yeah, to what, are, what are the traits of Visual Studio that developers yeah, actively care exactly. about? And yeah, I mean, I'm sure that if you're a, a Windows developer, but you know, mm -hmm. you've decided you'd like to get a Mac and you want to do your Windows development on a Mac. Yeah. And it's it sounds kind of neat. Yeah. But you know, you're you're putting yourself through a lot of unnecessary pain, and it's just not a common scenario. Yeah. So, you know, some people are going to want that. Everybody's going to want. Everybody's going to have a pet feature. Yeah. The grass isn't always yeah. that much greener on but, the other side. But, but there are a lot of people <laughs> that 
uh, you know, they just do web development and, you know, may, maybe in the past, you know, their company had been like, you know, you do that on Visual Studio. So therefore you, you need, you need a Windows machine, yeah. mm-hmm. but they would much rather, I mean, they have a Mac at home right. and stuff like that. And now that they, they can actually have their work, give them the environment that they're more comfortable in mm-hmm. and right. probably and that's more gonna be, productive in. And that's going to be true for a lot of the workloads we support, which is iOS, Android, Mac development in particular. Mm-hmm. It's sort of the same. I mean, the Mac development support in yeah. Visual Studio for Mac is is kind of similar, you know, why would you do that? have a Mac. Yeah. yeah. So if you're on a Mac, you can do full client development, full desktop apps in, you know, in, for the Mac in, in .NET and C Sharp. And, uh, and you're going to have a great experience. And we support the Mac projects in Visual Studio, you know, the Xamarin Mac projects already. Um, and people use that, and especially if you're collaborating and you, you have solutions that have those projects in there, you, you know, you want that support in Visual Studio as well. But you're probably actively developing the thing on the Mac, so that makes sense. Although uh, th- this is something that just popped in my head, and, and I know that this is very early, but you know, with with the uh, announcements for XAML standard, mm-hmm. I mean, we actually could in the future. Obviously, it's going to take a little bit for this to happen, but you actually might be able to start making a, a XAML standard app that would run uh, a client on Windows Absolutely. From, from the Mac. So, and so that actually makes it really exciting times. Yeah. So you know, so we'll monitor what the interest is on what mm-hmm. you know. People, there's you know lots of things people want to do. So you know, where if that lands in particular, like the idea of you know how much Windows development do you want to support on the Mac? Mm-hmm. That being said. You know what you said about XAML standard and and the way that we're working with that you know with our Xamarin Forms mm-hmm. cross-platform solution um, and, and growing that standard together. Um, you know Xamarin Forms has a backend for Mac and a mm-hmm. backend for UWP. We've announced that we have what well, we have in, in open source. You can see it being developed a WPF backend, uh, GDK backend, so you can you wow. know, XAML can take you to all of these platforms. Um, so so yeah, I mean I guess there's some truth in that, but. Um, you know, I mean, I mean, it's a little bit more projection at, at yeah. this point, yeah. but it's really exciting to see these possibilities. Yeah, absolutely. The announcements yeah. that, that weren't on your team, but really affect yeah. you know, yeah, your products. Yeah. So actually, we work very closely with uh, with the with the Windows Group on uh, on the XAML standard, yeah. uh, and so where, you know where it is right now. That comes from a lot of us of us collaborating. Um, you know, we have uh, you know I think I can't speak for the Windows team, but I think their objective is to make. Um, you know, to make the XAML experience great for uh, you know first class on Windows UWP WPF and um, and and you know to make those you know their existing developers happy. We have the same thing with Xamarin Forms where, the, where we have a, a different XAML. So how can we grow the two together without slowing down the progress that those developers on those platforms are making? Um, so uh, you know, so that's a great collaboration that probably would not have happened if we were, <laughs> yeah, exactly. if we were separate exactly. companies. These are exciting times, <clears throat> yeah. for sure. Um, so one thing I wanted to touch on just a moment ago that you, you know, we, were, we kind of almost went in this direction was around what makes Visual Studio Visual Studio, right? So it's not necessarily absolutely everything you can do in Visual Studio, but the things that people expect, like solution and project support, yep. you know, first-class support for C-sharp, at a, at a deeper level, things like multi-process debugging, where you're like, yeah, those were the powerful features that made, um, you know, made people fall in love with Visual Studio. And let's make sure that those are the things that are available in Visual Studio for Mac. Yeah. Very cool. Um, and then before the show, you had mentioned uh, some IoT features as well. Right. Yeah. So, um, so as I mentioned, we have uh, um, previews available today with Azure Function Support and the Docker Support. And... Um, you know, which I touched on both of those, and then yeah, the other big feature uh, that uh, that people are excited about, especially our, our mobile developers, is that we now support IoT projects in 
um, in Visual Studio for Mac, as well as Visual Studio. So that's a feature that we were working on mm-hmm. that we developed in tandem for both, um, you know, for both platforms because, uh, because we were talking to mobile developers. They're like, well, I like Xamarin. I like, I like C Sharp. Um, but, you know, my mobile project has a, an IoT story. And in the mobile space, the, 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 the lines of IoT get blurred because some people just want to use their mobile device as another IoT device. Like, this is a sensor. Right, it has. Oh, all I got gotcha. you. Because right. I was going to ask you, like, what do you mean by IoT in this? Right. This so too. yeah, so uh, well, mobile, like I said, it means both things. People do yeah. things like like speak it's to IoT. You speak to <laughs> you, you know, it's a device, and yeah, that's right. But it's a, you know, it's a device, and maybe you just want to you know uh, talk to IoT Hub and make decisions based mm-hmm. off of um, off of data that you have in Azure. Mm-hmm. So the IoT side of it is controlling your IoT, and a lot of people do that. And then the flip side is, you know, right? I have sensors, and I also have sensors on the phone. They're collecting the same kind of data. I'm writing the same kind of code, and I want to share that code mm-hmm. from the devices that I'm building and the mobile devices that I have, uh, you know, in, in the field or that my customers have, whatever their scenario is. So we were hearing increasingly that people want to make sure that they had the IoT side of the story covered with C Sharp and the ability to share the code to those devices. Um, so uh, you know, so we have some, uh, we've got some good demos online. We'll get a video posted because we didn't get to it in our presentation. Um, but uh, you know, about about those kinds of scenarios and the things that you can do, particularly uh, you know, particularly with Azure and cognitive services and IoT Hub. I suppose offers a powerful set of file management APIs with which developers can create applications, which can create, open, edit, and save the majority of popular business file formats. Their product range supports a multitude of file formats, including Word documents. Excel spreadsheets, PowerPoint presentations, PDF documents, OneNote, Outlook, Project, Visio files, popular image formats, and many others. Aspose produces APIs for .NET, Java, and the cloud, which can be utilized in almost any modern language available today. Visit www.aspose.com for a free 30-day no-limitations trial. And if you get stuck, message the friendly support team for help. All technical support is offered free of charge. Remember, if you're a lucky winner, you will receive a free developer small business license for Aspose.Words for .NET, a powerful toolkit to work with Word documents in your applications. Yeah, I kind of wanted to deep dive into the, the Azure integration. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I'm not sure what, like, what capabilities are there there? Um, when I'm on the, on the PC, mm-hmm. um, you know, I can, like, view all my Azure resources. I can do, like, a deploy straight from, you know, straight to, like, a, um, yeah. an app service, uh, straight to, you know, web and worker roles, like, that type of thing. So, like, where was the focus there on Visual Studio for Mac? Yeah, right. So, you know, we, we were going from having absolutely no story yeah. to, um, you know, to what's important to the developers that we have today. Um, and so, with the workloads that we focused on, it was definitely published to Azure and yeah. also make it easy to integrate services into uh, into the projects that you're already building. So we do have this idea um, we've demoed, um, I think, at the at, uh, actually in the first preview of Visual Studio for Mac, which is connected services, which really makes it easy to get the SDKs for various Azure services, like Azure App Service, into your uh, into your application um, and uh, and get those configured from directly in the IDE. But yeah, yeah. there's a world of, of Azure integration that. Uh, um, that needs to get there, you know, that we're, that we're yeah. working on. Well, I think, um, I, you know, I think the most common is just, is just if I build a website or something like that, I mean, or an Azure function, like I just want to push that up to Azure. Yes, exactly. Anything more sophisticated than honestly, like the, the tooling, I usually don't use the tooling anyway. So yeah. I think just, just by writing that little piece, I think you've actually gotten 80% of where you need I to think be. It, it is. Yeah. It's <laughs> definitely from zero to that. Yeah. It's, uh, 
it's it's very useful. Exactly. Uh, it was the obvious thing to do. Yeah. yeah so, so we've talked, you know, a bunch about like a lot of new capabilities that like you know, Xamarin Studio never had. But Xamarin has always been like really awesome at mobile development, and you uh, had an announcement that made it even better with uh, what I believe it's called Xamarin Live Player. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about what that is and uh, yeah, absolutely. Mac support for that. <laughs> yeah, it's uh so so the Xamarin Live Player um and that came you know that that hit in the uh, in the Windows keynote so I think you know people that saw the the day two keynote mm -hmm. will have a pretty good sense of uh, what it enables with Visual Studio speaking directly to an iOS app um but uh so uh, so that's without having like a Mac in the middle correct yeah so let me tell you a little bit about kind of what what it does and what our what our objectives were there so the first thing this is the Visual Studio for Mac podcast we're doing here. So the first thing to make clear is that we landed that feature in both IDEs at the same time. So, uh, you know, Xamarin Live uh, support is in is in Visual Studio, Visual Studio for Mac. Um, and we also ship players for iOS and Android. And the problem, there were, there were really two core sets of problems that we wanted to solve by having the player. First off, um, there's a lot of overhead um, involved in getting started with mobile development. Mm -hmm. And we wanted to make it as easy as possible for people that are using Visual Studio to get started, so um, or to opt in, right? I mean, if you install a full mobile development environment now, you're looking at you know gigabytes and gigabytes of Java, Android SDKs, um, emulators, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, and uh, you know, so if you're installing Visual Studio and your primary focus is ASP.NET, and you think maybe you mm -hmm. want to do mobile. Are you going to check the Xamarin checkbox or not? I don't. Right, right. So <laughs> I we mean, want that's to make like sure 20, that you 30 can. gigs. Yeah. Right. So, uh, so we want to. Yeah. So we, we. So you're right. It's 30 gigs. So we. Um, so if you do a minimal Xamarin installation now and you don't install all of that, and you just want the SDKs. You can have a full Visual Studio with no other workloads, five gigs. Mm -hmm. So if you're already installing Visual Studio, I mean, the the, the incremental cost of putting the Xamarin SDKs, uh, you know, in, in your machine when you're setting up the rest of your environment, hopefully that'll be a lot more tempting for you, right? Um, the uh, you know the configuration of a Mac is is uh, you know that's an impediment to figuring out if that's even a thing that you want to do. So if you're if you're thinking, well, I would like to do mobile development, but I hear I have to have a Mac, and I'm not gonna you know I'm not sure I'm ready to make that commitment right now. I would like to see what it's like. What do the C sharp APIs look like? Am I going to be capable of building the solution that I want to build with Xamarin? Let me find out how far I can get, and the and the Live Player enables that. Um, but uh, but the objective is not really to eliminate the Mac, right? And again, we put it on Android as well. The the you know really the focus is to to let you get a taste of it. Um, it the the Live Player is an app that has the full Xamarin SDK on it, and Visual Studio can speak to it, and uh, and it can push your code over to the device to execute it. So you can actually have a full solution, um, you know, for iOS or Android, or you can use our Xamarin Forms. Uh, libraries to to do you know full cross-platform single solution for ios and android and you can push that over to you know either either device see it running and um and it's fast so the so the, the so the second thing we want to do is like building building a mobile app actually for anybody you know regardless of the frame you know the framework you're using you know when you're doing comp when you have to include compilation and and pushing everything over that makes the the debug loop slower so so the other thing the live player is doing, why we call it live, is that it really tightens up the, that inner dev loop. So uh, you know, you see, you hit F5, and the code, you know, if you saw the keynote, it's over it's like on the device debugging. instantaneously. Yeah. But but it's also full debugging, right? So you run your app, you can set breakpoints. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. And uh, 
So, um, so we wanted to make sure that the debugging experience would be, uh, you know, yeah. late. So you can set your watches. You can. Uh, I thought you had some funny business going on, to be honest. So, <laughs> have you seen the continuous app from Frank Krieger? So, um, we worked very closely with okay. Frank on this, right? Yeah. So it was it was at this this entire. Uh, um, the entire thing was inspired by seeing what Frank was able to accomplish. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and, and we reached out to Frank okay. and, uh, and he helped make awesome. this happen. Cause I, cause I saw that I actually like borrowed an yeah. iPad to run it on there and I actually had to build a UI in Xamarin. Yeah. And I was, I actually, you know, had an external keyboard on my iPad and uh, I'm sitting there typing and, you know, I'm getting the UI yeah. updates and I'm like, this it's is a game changer. It is an amazing yeah. app. Yeah. But absolutely. I didn't get, so that's uh, another yeah. great way to get started. And I, I highly recommend yeah. Uh, you know your audience, if, if you know, especially if you have an iPad, you can do it on your phone. If you want to write, if you want to yeah. write iPhone apps on your phone, you can do it with Continuous. <laughs> um, so yeah, that is uh, you know, so that's uh, you know, that was a good call out there. Yeah. Um, so uh, so that's the um, you know, so that's so that's half of the live story. But the other half, and you know, and part of what makes it live is um, in 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 and a thing Frank calls Continuous is this idea that you should be able to. Uh, make changes and see those changes live. So the other thing you would have seen in Terry's uh, demo is that you were able to make changes to your code, and as soon as you pause for a moment, if the code is parsable and it's you know and it's still a complete yeah, app, shape. it's going to ship it and over and it refresh header, it. Yeah, and immediately, yeah, it was it was showing in the live yeah, player exactly. Um, so um, you know, so you can you can focus on a single view. Like if you have one screen you're working on, you can um, you can say just live run this view. So if you're working in some XAML, that's particularly useful, yeah. right? You're making changes to your XAML, see it reflected immediately. Um, you can also, um, you know, if you think about your debug menu today, you've got debug and run without debugging. You know, if you can run without debugging, that's super fast. So if you're making changes to not necessarily your UI, but you want to see those reflected, you know, just, you know, yeah, what is it in, in, uh, in Visual Studio? Control Shift F5, yeah. right? Run without debugging. It's like a refresh button. You know, make some changes. Control shift F5 and uh, and see the whole app just you know rerun quickly. Yeah. So there's a so I just want to kind of kind of cover the basics here. Mm -hmm. So I assume that there's an app like in the app store that I go and get. Yes. As like the right. So the what you want. So what your audience wants to do is go to xamarin.com/live. Okay. And uh, we have the apps. <laughs> we have, <laughs> I'll do it right now. <laughs> we have the uh, we have the apps linked from from that page as well as the the preview um, extensions for Visual Studio and Visual Studio for Mac. Um, so you know you go there, find the instructions, and uh, and yeah, you can be up and running. Um, in in minutes, I mean minutes. Uh, oh yeah, there's a QR code too. Like, I totally forgot about that. You. Oh scan yeah. The so QR code so again, the focus is on making it as easy as possible to get configured. So what happens here? And it's good you mentioned the QR code, right? The phone has to speak to the IDE, and uh, and you know to make it simple, we we just show a QR code, and the QR code tells the phone how to find Visual Studio. Um, we give you a little short code that you can enter if uh, if you don't have access to the camera or. Like my favorite Android device is really a game machine. It doesn't have a camera on it. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, so you can just key in the code. And, uh, and all that's used for is we have a rendezvous server up in the cloud. It yeah. tells the two devices how to find each other. And then they just speak directly to each other. So it's not like it's pushing a uh, source through the, you know, through the, uh, you know, through the server. Or right, right, right. And then, I, again, I just kind of, kind of from the basics perspective. So I can use Visual Studio for Windows or Visual Studio for Mac. And I can use Windows or Android on either one. Like all those combinations work. Um, right, iOS and Android. Right, yeah. Or I, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, yeah, iOS right. and Android for the mobile platforms. Yeah, and it's and okay. it's. I mean, it's very. It's uh, you know, it's pretty intuitive. So, like I said, if you have an iOS project, it's going to let you push it to an iOS. Uh, you know, Xamarin iOS projects and let you push push it to the iOS player. If you have a forms project, 
you just you know say run my app and and it will do the right thing. If it's pushing to an iOS you know paired an iOS device, it'll run Android. It'll run. And it supports navigation. Like I can actually use the whole app then. Right. Yeah. I mean the whole okay. app is running. Uh, that's okay. a good point. I mean there are there are absolutely limitations. Eventually you're gonna you know you're gonna want to grow up to a full installation. Mm-hmm. Um, so so you can run the full app and you and then at some point you're gonna hit the limitations and you're gonna make a decision to either do things a different way so that you can keep working with the player or eventually to be in the in you know to go ahead and install the full SDKs. Let me just give a quick example. Um, if you were um, you know uh, we support all 100 Xamarin supports 100% of the native APIs. Um, so anything you can do in Objective C or Swift you can do in C# with Xamarin or if you can do it in Java, we have those APIs in C#. Um, so if you're using native storyboards on iOS or native Android uh, layout um, you know, you don't have, you're not going to have any of the editors for that. Um, we, uh, we, you know, we make some attempts to, to read those files, but they don't necessarily, it's not the focus because you don't, you're not going to have the editors if you didn't do a full installation. Um, so you're probably better off just getting a full installation for that kind of stuff. Like I said, you can bend the way you work though. Xamarin forms as XAML. And so if you do a Xamarin forms project, you can do all your layout in XAML. And in fact, if you wanted to do a native app, but you don't have a storyboard editor, but you want to use all the native iOS controls and Xamarin Forms doesn't have enough controls in its toolkit. Well, Xamarin Forms lets you, you know, you can just say iOS colon, you know, whatever, and whatever. Bring control. the native one in. Right. Yeah. So you could do, you could have a, you know, you could use, and you can use Xamarin Forms, XAML layout in any app. And so you could just have a XAML file with, with pure, just, you know, all pure native constructs underneath that. Um, so that would be an example of bending your app to meet, you know, to meet the player. But again, at some point you're going to want, you know, more of that functionality. Well, I, I think the reason it's worth calling out is um, whenever I talk to somebody who starts to think about using uh, Xamarin or now, you know, Visual Studio for Matt, or sorry, for, they want to start doing uh, uh, basically like XAML forms mm-hmm. and they want to make like an iOS app, mm-hmm. step one, buy a Mac. Right, yeah, exactly. You yeah. know, and, and they're like, what and like kind I of said, Mac should I get? And I think yeah. I think they just give up at some point. Right, no, I mean, I think that. a lot of people have you know, if you're if you're at a company that might be you know small to medium size, but you have a small developer team, you got ten projects you could be doing, and you got to make a decision what you're going to do next. And you work with your manager, and you're like, well, we got the mobile thing, we'd like to do the mobile thing, but I don't have a Mac. Maybe we'll do that later. So you know, giving you the opportunity to figure out, it's like, oh no, you act right. We could we could do a successful iOS project. So yeah, this you know I, I could spend a week with the player. You know, and, and and get a lot of an app yeah. built, and be like, yeah, okay, now now I get it. Now I can you know I can install a bit more. And, and, yeah. And so I, that's why I think there's two main aspects of that: the fact that I can get started quickly, and then watching the changes essentially in real time. Like yeah. Both, like if you had only done one of those, I think that would be kind right. of earth shattering. Yeah. But the fact that you have both is is just huge. I mean, when I install Visual Studio now, like I'm gonna pick that option. Yeah. Because I'm gonna I'm gonna be sitting there one night and feel like doing it, and yeah. that's gonna be amazing. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome to hear. Yeah, that's what, exactly what we wanted. Yeah. So, it, I mean, we we covered a lot of big announcements. We co- I think we covered all the all the big keynote and GA announcements. Is there anything that we left out? Yes. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. I mean, this has been a big one. I mean, a lot of teams, you know, focus around build. You never know how big your feature is going to land. Yep. I. I don't have a list in front of me. I feel like um, I feel like we almost mentioned something that I knew was going to be interesting. Oh, Unity. That's the big one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, and that's a, you know, so the Unity, the Visual Studio Tools for Unity team did added Unity support for Mac. And Unity, oh. um, you know, if you, if you get Unity today and you're, and you're doing Unity development on Windows and you're writing code, you're, you're doing that in Visual Studio. That's like the default experience is Unity in Visual Studio. And, and we didn't have the equivalent on the Mac. And Unity has 
a fair number of, you know, I mean, game developers, you know, a lot of, especially indies, they have Macs. Um, so, uh, so, you know, the Visual Studio tools, you know, Jebe and, and his team took an active interest in making sure that we could have an equivalent story in Visual Studio for Mac. And he delivered the whole thing. So everything you can do in Visual Studio tools for Unity, um, you have that same functionality on the Mac. That's huge because that's, I, I believe, the number one way that games are made are yeah. powered is by yeah, so, Unity. Yeah, so if you're, you know, I, you know, I don't, I don't know how much of your of your audience is game development, but um, but if they're not, um, yeah, they, you know, you want to know that number one, Unity is an incredibly popular workload yeah. in Visual Studio because Unity is is yeah, it's, it is the top, you know, the top game engine out there, and what's great about that for all of us as Visual Studio developers is that that is C sharp, right? Yeah. Tons of people are using C-sharp to do not just game development, but really anything in VR, AR, mixed, mixed reality. So C-sharp is the number one language for VR, MR, AR. Oh, that's such a great point. Yeah. So, um, so that's why we definitely want to uh, encourage that. And to me, it's a very exciting space because, I mean, I have an Oculus and I enjoy doing VR. Never going to be a VR developer. <laughs> I mean, I'm not a game developer and the amount of work that it must take to develop an entire 3D world. But when you look at when you look at AR, like that's real, that's happening. And as app developers, we're probably all going to have to do some AR because it's so useful to business, yeah. and it's actually very approachable. Because yeah, you're bringing in a little bit more of the of, of you know recognizing the world around you with having coordinates out there that you map against. But then a lot of what you're doing is just displaying data. You're projecting 2D. It's an app. That's and, such a good point because actually, when you think about it, like any app on your computer is already AR. When you think about it, right? I mean, you're aug I mean, it, I guess it is in reality. So you're not augmenting it, but you're. I mean, you're you're augmenting. Yeah, it, but it's, it's becoming incredibly data. common. So it's becoming it incredibly common in phones because phones know so much about where yeah. you're at, and then they can give you location-aware information. Yeah. And some of them will do camera overlays, and that's what becomes the AR. I think. You know, I, I don't think any of us should be, as developers, afraid of whether or not we're going to be able to jump in and do AR. Yeah. So having the C-sharp skills and knowing that that's very uh, accessible to us, um, that's been a focus of our team. So we have we have more 3D libraries like Urho Sharp, um, but obviously making, you know, Unity uh, available for everybody in Visual Studio. I think that's that's a big part of what makes it exciting to be a C-sharp developer now. Okay. Yeah, that wasn't even part of the big keynote announcements, right? No, uh, no, it was a, it was a big part of our. You know, we had JBA on for our Visual Studio session, so you should go check out the Visual Studio session. Very cool. Uh, uh, Miguel and I did on Channel Nine. As I mentioned, it doesn't show off all the preview stuff I talked about, but <laughs> go download the previews, and now you listen to this podcast, okay. you know, you know everything you should check out. Okay. Anything else? Um, no, I think. Uh, okay, so think Unity was the big one that was yeah. uh, that was missed. Yeah. Okay, so, you know, I, I I just say I'm really excited because I mean, see how much it's grown so quickly to come really on par with the Visual Studio that most people are familiar with on Windows. I mean, it it really is an exciting time to be a, a developer. Yeah, and it just removes a lot of friction. I mean, the it's getting easier to do things the way that you want. Right. You know, I, I guess just to kind of a closing thought on that, yeah. the friction. It is a friction point if you're saying, okay, what. You know, I'm building up a team and I'm deciding what tools I'm going to use. And you've got people that, that you know, know and love Visual Studio, but cross-platform is a reality. And to, and <clears throat> to imply that that was off limits to, to C-sharp developers and Visual Studio developers kind of forces a decision people never necessarily need to make. So just making sure that the VS for Mac option is out there. So nobody ever says at a, at a, at a point where they have to make a decision about what platform they're going to use, say, I don't know, well, maybe Microsoft's not going to have the tools I need where I need to be. Yeah. And we, you know, we need everybody to know that Microsoft's going to meet them where they are. We're going to give them the tools they need to do whatever they need to do. Um, and, uh, and they're going to be powerful, great tools. And then I know you mentioned a couple of roadmap items. I don't know if there's anything else that you want to share. 
forward looking? Um, well, like I said, I think Razor was the big one. Oh, yeah. um, you know, uh, ASP.NET uh, um, Core 2.0. Um, so if you install Visual Studio for Mac today, we're going to give you one one because that's the stable thing that's out there. Um, but uh, but you can get 2.0 working with with the Visual Studio for Mac previews. We have some docs on on, on what you're going to want to change configuration wise there to support that. And then of course once .NET Core 2.0 comes out, that's probably the next big milestone we'll be looking to okay. uh, you know to land some more features. But I mean yeah, it's exciting times. There's lots mm-hmm. to pull over. We'll we'll you know we'll. We want to hear what developers want to see in there because we, we want to definitely prioritize that. Very cool. Anything else, Carl? Uh, one thing that just popped in my head when you talked about like you know w- what people are expecting. So Visual Studio for Windows has like a, a vast extension uh, piece to it. Yeah. You know, uh, does Xamarin for Mac have any uh, you know plans to integrate those so very visual, same or similar extensions? So Visual, I mean, so part of uh, you know part of our fact finding with the Visual Studio team was was very interesting to see. You know how not just how extensible Visual Studio is because people know yep. that people develop uh, extensions there, but Visual Studio itself is very cleanly architected. And at the same time, Visual Studio for Mac or what was Xamarin Studio also was built with extensions in mind from the beginning. Almost anything you do inside of Visual Studio mm-hmm. for Mac is actually an extension, and you can go in and and uh, in the you know in the file menu in the in the Visual Studio menu yeah. you can check out what extensions are installed. And turn you know features off and on because it's all extensions. Um, in the pre-Visual Studio for Mac days, we we as Xamarin we never had a focus on trying to build an ecosystem. We didn't yep. necessarily want the IDE to be a platform for other people to try to put functionality in. But obviously, as Visual Studio for Mac, we're very interested in that. So it's very extensible. We have great docs online at a URL that I can't, can't remember off the top of my head. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, if you you know if your audience is interested in, in developing extensions for Visual Studio for Mac. It's uh, it's pretty straightforward, very extensible, um, and we encourage people to do that because yeah, Visual Studio is a you know mm-hmm. a big part of the power of Visual Studio are the are the uh, the productivity features that, that third parties bring in, and That's you can awesome. do that in PS for Mac. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for coming on here and talking about Visual Studio for Mac, along with all the other great stuff around that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me.